0: Hi, Kimberly Brown. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. You're going to share an important topic that is just perfect to get us into the new year, and that is how to eliminate dreadful PR. Uh, For one, we're going to get started with you. Actually, let me just tell the audience, you've sent some phenomenal guests our way that have shared wonderful wisdom with our Savvy audience over the years, and now you're here to share some wonderful uh, savvy, or savvy tips for PR with our audience. Welcome to Savvy. Absolutely, Christina.
1: Thank you so much. I think now more than ever, uh, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and startups need really good information on how to do PR and publicity the right way, especially in this current environment. And believe it or not, I'm here to give them hope.
0: You bet. I know you are. And you know, what's interesting. We talked uh, just before the interview how often people have the wrong idea of what is PR. They'll think PR is you coming in and doing my sales or going out there and doing all my social media. But PR really is just getting out your message to your prospective clients. Is that correct? Absolutely. So it's it's getting it out there, but here's the trick, because you're right. Some
1: people, when they ask for PR, they're really looking for sales, or they ask for PR, and they're really looking for marketing and advertising, but PR at its heart and soul is a way for you to package and deliberately get out your message to your target audience via news outlets that includes tv radio broadcast digital it has to be media outlets but do so in a way without directly promoting your products or services that's the catch because when you start directly promoting your products and services that's considered to be advertising and marketing not pr
0: yeah, now you've entered into the realm of sales, advertising, and and that sort of thing. But what what's great about this is, and this is what I love about Savvy and all the different wonderful shows that exist out there, is that there's a way for you to sell without selling, actually. And that's PR. In that, uh, what I find from a lot of my guests that have come on the show is they will share a wonderful product, their wisdom, whatever it is, and I'm a sucker for a lot of this great content and (laughs) wonderful stuff out there. I've become a client with a lot of my guests because of them so openly sharing what they have. And I think that's the key openly sharing without feeling for the audience listening in that there's some strings attached at the end, like, well, you know, if you listen to my thing at the end of it, I'm going to tell you, you got to buy XYZ for like $2,000.
1: Christina, you hit the nail on the head. So one of the biggest mistakes and a big no-no for good PR is that you cannot come across as being overly salesy. When you reach out to reporters at the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, Fast Company, Inc. Magazine, if you're just directly selling your product or service, they're going to shuffle you over to the advertising department, which could cost three, five, seven K, you know, to get an ad spot. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're just not going to return your call, quite honestly. Yeah. And so, but say, for instance, and let me give you guys an example. I had a client some years ago, they were selling mattresses. You know, the big mattress craze of Tempur-Pedic mattresses and Sleep Better and Comfort Zone mattresses. That's a big trend now. Um, but our strategy, and again, you got to have good strategy. Our strategy was not to go and pick up the phone with reporters and say, hey, our, we got a great mattress product to sell and it's, you know, five ninety nine dollars a pop, right? That's very salesy. But what we can do is root what their product into some relevant trends and news stories that will still give them a voice with that audience. For example, we found one of the things that was trending, believe it or not, is that 30% of married couples don't sleep together because of their bed. Oh, wow. Now I have a news angle that allows my mattress product client to be able to be a subject matter expert on a very exciting topic, right? Yeah. And so they were able to also not only talk about that topic and how the discomfort of mattress is you know driving many marriages to sleep in separate bedrooms, but hey, if you can find a great solution, let's bring couples back together. Now you have a news story. The reporter's interested. I believe we got USA today on board with that angle. And the client is able to include a backlink back to their product, but in a way that was very uh, clandestine, if, for lack of a better word.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And, and something I've seen even as a podcaster and podcasting is really a media to be reckoned with. There's so many out there and good, bad and, and some really extraordinary i would i would say i think we're pretty good here uh but one thing <laughs> i noticed that, thank you one thing i've noticed is a lot of guests will even come to me and, and they'll just be like oh i've got this wonderful hair product I'm like okay what does that do for my my business audience because that's who we serve mm-hmm. we serve business owners and we had a woman who started her product from nothing working in a tech company from nothing to something in a year and here's how I did it, and I can show your business audience. Now that's something we can run with. And so uh, that's straight to your point. But you know, with her sharing just her gifts and her wisdom on growing her business for something too extraordinary in a year, I had me going. I want some of that hair product. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's it's a thing that really makes people attracted to what you have to, to offer.
1: You are spot on, Christina. There is an art and science to PR. I even have some entrepreneurs approach me and they say, well, I'll just do my own PR. You don't have a discipline. You don't have a degree in this area. You don't have the strategies and they go for it and then it crashes and burns. I'm like, y'all, we actually do get degrees in this area. It's not something you just dive into without strategy. So my next biggest advice for entrepreneurs is never hire a PR consultant or firm that is not going to give you strategy you need strategy you need to understand what's trending you need to understand what your competitors are saying in the media and you need to know what lane you need to play in so that PR and reporters will want to interview you or pick up the phone with you so you got to have good strategy that's going to make your voice a part of the conversation
0: that will in turn help you to drive sales Well, I used something very important right there, which was what lane are you in and where are you playing? What is your strategy? And I love you going there? Because one thing I've noticed from some people, Oh, I do my own PR. I, I in fact, I do my own marketing, my own sales. <laughs> and what you look at when you see their messaging is it's really all over the place. You don't really know what they do or how they help their clients. And, and that's where the professional comes in. So, and then this is also kind of wraps into the branding. How do you pr- portray yourself out in media, in public, social media, it just presents mm. yourself in such a way that when say a reporter or anyone looks at you, you're like, I have no idea what you're all about. And, and for my, me, myself, if someone sends me something, I go first to all their social media, get a presence of who I'm dealing with. And if uh-huh. I feel kind of ickiness about them, I just go the other way and they might have some wonderful <laughs> to offer, but I'm not getting that from what's presented.
1: Makes perfect sense. No, messaging and branding, um, it's critical in the small business space. And like I said, PR, marketing, advertising, we all play together. We're one big happy family, but we do have very distinct disciplines and roles. And the role of any good PR professional is to help you get placements in those ink magazines, those fast companies, those publications that you long for that can give you free publicity, right? You don't have to pay 5k or 10K to get the coverage, but it's still going to give you a voice and help you move that needle. Now, that brings me to my second point, Christina. A lot of people, one of the biggest myths about PR is that all you need to do is do a press release. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I hate to pull the cover off the proverbial, you know, tear down the, the robe off of the bed and, and kind of show the ugliness there. But guys, believe it or not, a press release just does not work. What a press release can do for you is you can release it out on the wire and you can get some SEO value. They're great for that. But a press release is not necessarily going to get you an interview on ABC News. It's not going to get you on 60 Minutes. That requires good a good publicist, a good PR professional, not only with the right contacts, but with the right strategies to get you through the door. Because believe it or not, we have to make sure we respect the relationships we have with the New York Times, the Inc. magazines, etc. And we violate those relationships. We can not only get your brand in trouble, we can get in trouble as well.
0: Yeah, that is really, really a, a great point. And I, I recall many years ago there was a um, a wonderful client that was going to come on our show, and he had put a press release. That he was working with a new company in his industry, and reading his press release was awesome because we thought, hey, they have a vested interest in our client; they could be our sp- a sponsor of ours. So we ended up connecting with them because of that press release, and hence getting a sponsor. But see, that's where it came in handy indirectly. Um, actually helping us, but indirectly helping the client. Uh, But it wasn't the fact that that's why he got the the spot with us. He got the spot because he had wonderful content. And then the secondary. So yeah, so that's it. And you mentioned something earlier, how important it is to come to the table with something to offer whatever media oh, yeah. you're going to, you have to come to the table with something that they need, whether it's some trending that's out there that can serve their audience, not just, mm-hmm. oh, I have a wonderful hair product. And here, let me tell you all about it, because there's like a million of them out there. What do you have right now that they're working on that is relevant to their listeners or viewers that you can bring to the table?
1: Right. PR, we have to be good at selling good stories and good story angles, not necessarily your product or service. Product and service promotion and uh, brand promotion works if you're really, really famous. Now, I've done a lot of work on the celebrity side of the house. I've even done interviews. I facilitated interviews with uh, Mark Cuban, some folks at the Shark Tank. I've done um, some work with Robin Gibbons. So, when you bring a, a celebrity brand to the table, now, okay, the media comes running. That's a little bit of a different game plan, right? But if you're a startup, you're unknown, you don't have a brand, and you have to use other strategies. You can still get in big tears. I tell star, I have gotten startups in big tears historically throughout my career, but using the right strategy. And so, it is really, really, really critical that uh, PR um, that small businesses understand what PR is who to partner with and also recognize that you don't have to hire a big PR agency to get it done right. I have clients call me all the time. They're running saying, hey, I hired this big agency. I paid X amount of $1,000. They got us no coverage at all. You know, can you help me? And so it's not about big brand. It's about, it's about big strategy and big expertise. And you'll see me hammer strategy all day long because if you just start going willy-nilly out there and trying to reach out to the press, and you don't have a solid story to tell, they're not going to call you back.
0: Yeah, uh, that that is a good, good point there. You also mentioned the fact that people spend a lot of money in places where they don't get uh, what they pay for or anything. And and that happened for me with uh, writing of my book. I was looking for people to help me get that out there. Yeah. Over I don't know, six, seven years, and I was not having um, good feedback. And I I think it's very important, whether you're looking for a PR agency or whatever, that you look at their background, and what have they done for their clients, look at, you know, reviews and, and positive feedback that they've actually created results. Um, Because sometimes I've gone off of, oh, they sound really good. They sound like they know what they're talking about. But what have what results have they created for their clients?
1: Christina, I cannot tell you how many PR reps I know that get hired just because of the likability factor. Right. You know, guys, it's what we do. We're in PR. We're designed to make you fall in love with us, right? <laughs> but that doesn't mean we can do the job or do it right. So always, you bring up a great uh, uh a point that I wanna emphasize for all business owners and entrepreneurs. Before you hire any consultant, before you hire any organization, you always wanna not only check references, but ask for their writing samples and ask for their PR results. I should be able to provide you with status reports, with backlinks showing all of the articles that I've been able to successfully place for clients. You should be able to, be able to see a track record of, of top tiers as well as solid mid and small tiers. We don't want to overlook those because they play they bring something important to the party as well. But you should see results. Don't just hire us for our good looks, guys. And don't just hire us because we sound really sweet and they, they, they we just have great likability. We're PR people, right? That's what we do. We can win you over. But you gotta make sure you do. I cannot tell you how many times reps get hired, PR reps get hired just because they're so likable. And then you get behind the scenes and before you know it, they've
0: blown up the spot. Yeah. yeah. And and how many times have I heard, well, this marketing person didn't work or PR didn't work? It's not that it didn't work, it's just that you didn't have the right people. Now, uh, what would what you tell someone uh, they're really new to the idea of public relations? What is the most important thing that businesses need to know or remember when thinking about public relations?
1: So the most important thing to remember is, one, be ready to take sound counsel and advice. So as a good PR rep, now some, you know, play some shady games out there. But as a good PR rep, a good one will be willing to tell you what's newsworthy, what is not newsworthy, what will work and what won't work. I'm not just here to spend my client's dollars just to get paid, okay? I just can't, hey, you know, I can take on this project and we just go willy-nilly and I run up the bills and no results. I have to be honest with clients and say, look, this is not newsworthy at this time. As much as I wanna work with you, as much as I wanna take on this project, it's not gonna work. Or I have to give wise counsel to say it will work But given the current climate that we're dealing with, let's launch this next month instead of this month. So you want someone that's going to give you wise counsel and CEOs and entrepreneurs, you know, be ready to take that counsel because I know we're close to our babies, we're close to our businesses, we're close to our projects, but that's why you want a good objective PR professional that's going to give you wise counsel. Again, they're going to give you strategy and you're going to see clearly the accountability steps as we work together. Together, where you're going to see movement in the media and in the press. It should not take two, three, four, five weeks, and you have not seen results. If you have not seen results with your agency within a two to four-week time period post-strategy, again, you got to get through strategy, then you may not be working with the right person.
0: That that is a really good point. I love that you mentioned that really to really go through all those steps. So you get the right people in place and you said something interesting that it might not be that the story isn't right, but maybe the angle has to be changed a bit to work best for the media outlets and to be open to that criticism that, okay, we can go at it, but we're in COVID time right now. So let's just switch this up so people can take it, understand it and use what you have to give the public.
1: You are spot on. And, and let me tell you guys a, a quick secret. Many people, when they hire PR reps, they always say, hey, I want to hire someone that has good contacts. You know, that's the, they'll use the likability factor. And as long as she says she has good contacts, I'll hire them, right? Yeah. Well, most PR people who have been in the game for a while, let me say that, I don't know about the newbies, but the, the ones who have been in the game for a while, we have contacts, right? We have contacts. It's not all about contacts it is about strategy. Because my strategy will take you where contacts may or may not, okay? Even with our contacts, the fast company re- contact that I have right now may not be interested in your particular product service or story angle right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but if I have good strategy and I'll give you an example, I, I was doing a project. I'd never worked in this particular subject matter before, but I said, you know what? I know PR, I know strategy. Let me put some trends around this and let's go for strategy. Mm-hmm. And two weeks after strategy, we had her an appointment with 60 minutes. Nice. Strategy will take you where Contacts are somewhat limiting. Yes, we need our contacts. Yes, we have to even follow our their rules because they have to sell it in with their editors and get approval. We just can't bring garbage to our contacts, right? Because we have to manage I can, I can those. <laughs> exactly. We still have to manage those relationships the right way. But I'm telling you, you get someone who can take your product and service and put strategy and messaging and trends and competitive advantages around that? It will take you much further than just someone that has the Rolodex.
0: Wow, this has been truly phenomenal and inspirational and a lot of great information for our savvy audience. I don't want us to leave without people finding out how they can find out more about you, work with you. How can they do that?
1: Absolutely. So, you guys can visit me at my website, which is Core Insights 360. Dot com, that's C-O-R insights with an S, the number 360.com, or you can actually call me at 678-829-9075. Again, that's 678 678- 829 829 9075. I would welcome the opportunity to set up a free intro call uh, to delve into a little bit more specific to your business, give you a free coaching session, and we can go from there to see if I'm a fit for you. And um, I love the opportunity to help small businesses. Some of the, even though I've worked with the Mark Cubans and the Robin Givens of the world, my biggest success comes when I can take a brand that may be not as well known as some of those brands and still get them in the same places where I've taken some of the greats. So I'm here to help you guys out.
0: Oh, this is awesome. Thank you, Kimberly. I have to thank you so much today for coming to Savvy Broadcasting to share your great wisdom. Thank you so much.
1: Absolutely, Christina. Thank you so much. And I wish you and all those entrepreneurs out there great business success in this
0: season. You betcha. Take care.